Hello, and welcome to Unscheduled Flights, exploring the realms of inspiration, innovation, and creativity. I'm your host, Ambika Waters, and I welcome you to this podcast and hope you find it as interesting as I do. Hi, I'm Ambika Waters, and I'm here today to start a discussion and a podcast about beauty and our relationship to it our relationship to our own natural beauty, which is the self, that radiant, beautiful, eternal sense of goodness that resides in all of us, if we choose to touch on it. I'd like to share some of my ideas with you about beauty. I don't want to talk about what beauty is not, but how I see it. I see beauty as energy and vitality. I see it as radiance, as good health, as wholesomeness, and I see it as intelligent design. All the elements of beauty contain warmth, goodness, and kindness. Beauty is a reflection of our inner being. It's it's a reflection of who we are and how we choose to live our lives. As I said, there's a lot can be said about what beauty isn't, but what beauty is to me is a radiance, a warmth, a goodness. It's timeless. Beauty is timeless. It is not age dependent. It is not youth dependent. It transforms itself. It adapts. It has a stillness. It has a still point. And it really is about a relationship with connectedness, how we connect with that pure, indelible goodness that is our spirit, and how we reflect that out into the world. To me, that is beauty. Beauty is a positive, life-enhancing miracle, if you will, And I think it's something that is in everyone who chooses to pull away from what is old, stale, limiting, unfortunate, and find that radiance, find that radiance that lives in us. Beauty is a positive experience. It is not something that separates us from others, but brings us closer to others. I feel that when we have that connection with somebody who is truly beautiful from the inside out, we are better for it. We are transformed by their light and we have a desire to penetrate our own inner world and find that light for ourselves. Beauty is healing. Deeply, deeply healing. It's affirming and it expands our capacity to share in the good, to share in the blessings. And we're going to do a meditation today on beauty. I'd like you to sit in a comfortable position where your back is straight and supported either by a chair or your bed sitting on the floor with your back against the wall. Be comfortable. 
Prop yourself up with cushions, light a candle, burn some incense if you like. We're going to meditate on the soul quality of beauty. Take a few breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. Let your tongue sink back into the back of your throat and let your eyes fall back deep into their sockets. Relax your neck, your shoulders, your arms, your wrists, your fingers, your torso, your lower back, your legs, your knees, your ankles, and your feet. Just sit and breathe in and out till you find your still point, that place where you are balanced, whole, in harmony with yourself. Take a moment and visualize the pyramids. Let's take our consciousness all the way back to ancient Egypt. Imagine the heat, the dry sand, the buildings made of brick. flow of the Nile, green and rapid, and imagine yourself as a priestess in one of the great temples along the Nile. This group of Therapeutae, who were the great healers of Egypt, and ancient Israel were very clear about their beauty, that it was a gift from the gods, that beauty emanated in and through their being. Beauty is a reflection of God's light shining through us. And the ancient Egyptians were very aware of that. They knew that every ointment that they could create, every salve that could heal pain, carried that light within it. There was no need for expensive face screens. There was just some way to contain the light of spirit in any plant ointment that they could create to put on their faces, to put on their hair, to soothe their dry skin with. They were masters of beauty. There was no shame 
about beauty, of displaying one's body, about moving with grace and ease, of being admired. Boundaries were clearly intact. People knew who they were and that they were instruments of God's will. As you breathe in and out, begin to release any shame that you hold attached to physical beauty. Breathe it out, let it go. Your body is your temple and it is the vehicle through which the Holy Spirit moves and works. Give yourself permission to have perfect health, and that includes resiliency, stamina, grace, ease in movement, and beauty. Beautiful hands, beautiful feet, beautiful necks, beautiful hair, clear eyes, soft skin, The ancient Egyptians were ageless, ageless. They could remain beautiful for years and years because their bodies were temples of the divine and they channeled that light through everything they did. Find the love for yourself, for your being right now. No shame, no self-loathing, no need for improvement, no need for change, just the acceptance, I am beautiful. Who I am, what I do, and what I have is beautiful. Be willing to share your grace with others, to embrace them, to include them, to teach them how their light can shine within them. True beauty is not cold, it is warm, it is inviting, it is embracing. We are not talking about commercial beauty here. We're talking about spiritual beauty that manifests through our energy field, through the chakras, and through our physical body. And as long as we live on this earth plane, that flow, that channel can be open so that beauty is ours. A smile can open the heart. Looking at somebody in their eyes can release tears of pain and separation. Let beauty heal rather than charm and entice. Let beauty take you to that core 
that is pure and innocent, true, good, kind, fun, delightful, That is the work of goddesses. That is the work of the gods, to be channels for the divine. And that is who you are. Say to yourself, I am a channel for divine beauty. My light graces the world around me. I am a blossom on the tree of life. Big breath, bring your awareness in, into your heart chakra, into your throat chakra, into your brow chakra, into your crown chakra, and see a fountain of light flowing, flowing into your root chakra, into your sacral chakra, into your solar plexus that this self-generating fountain of light feeds you in every energy center and emanates light and resiliency and radiance out to the world around you. You are so beautiful. We're gonna do some questions about beauty that are worth exploring. The first question is, do you find yourself beautiful? The second question is, are you willing to experience your beauty? Are you aware that your beauty is an internal consciousness, an internal light that radiates from you? It comes through your eyes, it comes through your hair, it's the glow of your skin, it's the way you move your body. Are you willing to find your beauty? Are you willing to share your beauty? Beauty is, beauty serves. And if you can't share it with people, you're left alone with a mirror or left alone with your own sense of self-worth, self-love. Always best to share, always best to share. Who do you find beautiful? Who are the people in your life that you find beautiful? I remember thinking my grandmother was the most beautiful woman I had ever seen in my life. And she was in her 80s. One day I told her, I thought, you are so beautiful, Grandma. And she was horrified. She couldn't believe anybody would find her beautiful. But I did. I thought she was just the most gracious, elegant, beautiful person I had ever seen. Look around your world and who do you find beautiful? Who do you find beautiful in the commercial world of beauty? The movie stars, the models, the pictures of people. And how do you define beauty? Is it a smile? Is it warmth? Is it a vision? Ask yourself, who do you find beautiful? 
Now, what do you find beautiful? Are there paintings that you love? Is there music that rocks your soul? Is there a place you go to in your mind's eye when you need to find that inner peace? Is it a beach? Is it a forest? Is it a lake? What is beautiful to you? You know that even by thinking about beauty, you transform your own cellular structure. The endorphins that you release flow into your blood and they actually help raise your consciousness. Beauty is a function of the crown chakra. The crown chakra sits right on the top of the head and its main qualities are bliss, beauty, and peace. When you reflect on beauty in the world around you, when you imagine a beautiful scene, or when you are willing to accept your own inner beauty, those endorphins flood your bloodstream and you become a stronger, healthier, more enlightened person. I feel that beauty really needs to be understood and embodied in all of us, in young children, in teenagers, in young adults, in middle age, right through to the very last breath we take on this planet. Feeling beautiful is being beautiful. Smiling, sharing your warmth with others. Beauty is a function of health. It is wholesome. It is kind. And it is loving. Beauty is connected with the Christ light, which is within all of us. Take some time and reflect on these questions and ask yourself, are you willing to be beautiful? If you measure yourself against the commercial standard of beauty, you'll never win. None of us will ever win. But feeling beautiful, feeling kind-hearted, feeling blessed and feeling grateful, those are the friends of beauty and they allow your light to shine. Thank you for listening. We'll come back with some more aspects about beauty. I'd like to discuss the archetypes of beauty next. Thank you. We're going to talk about the archetypes of beauty. They're important to understand because they are the template for how we experience the noble qualities of life. Freedom is a noble quality. It is innate to all human beings. It is something we know deep in our core, something we are willing to even give our lives for. Beauty is an innate quality in all beings. It is an understanding and appreciation of that place of purity and innocence and grace that lives within us. And when we see it in front of us, Something goes 
ping. We know it. We recognize it. Sometimes it's hard to see through the glitter, see through the bling, see through the commercial uh, design of beauty. The commercial aspect of beauty is in front of us on television, in the films, in magazines, on billboards. It's that created ideal of what beauty is supposed to look like, particularly in women and even so in men. But it's, it's not the truth of beauty. The truth of beauty is that it is the light within us. It is that core of grace and innocence and purity that live within us. We can touch on that if we understand that we are meant to be beautiful. We are meant to feel beautiful. We are meant to see beauty. We are meant to create beauty in us and around us. So I have a wonderful book. I love reading this man's work, David Hawkins. This is Power Versus Force. It's a beautiful book. All of his books are wonderful, and I recommend them to friends and clients because they teach us about the higher vibrations. And beauty is very high vibration. It comes out of the crown chakra. And I'd like to read you just a few things that he shared about beauty, which I resonate with. He says, the bequest of the arts to mankind is internal. In beholding realized beauty, a sensitivity to the beautiful is inculcated in us, enabling us to discover and create our own aesthetic rewards in the apparently disordered jungle of existence. Art and love are man's greatest gifts to himself. There is no art without love. Art is always the making of the soul, the craft of man's touch, whether that touch is corporal or the touch of the mind and the spirit. So it has been since Neanderthal times, and so it will always be. Thus we find that computer-generated art and even great photographs never calibrate as highly as original paintings. I thought that was really interesting because I like making prints of my art. But the truth of it is, is that original art touches something within each of us. And beauty is something that we can see every day in nature. Every time we walk down the street and see a smile on somebody's face or a tender gesture or an act of kindness. Grace is the expression of the power of aesthetic sensitivity and power is always manifested with grace, whether in beauty of line or style of expression. We associate grace with elegance, refinement and economy of effort. We marvel at the grace of the Olympic athlete just as we are uplifted by the grace of the Gothic cathedral. Gracious power patterns acknowledge and support life. They respect and uphold the dignity of others. Grace is an aspect of unconditional love. Graciousness also implies generosity, not merely material generosity, but generosity of spirit, such as the willingness to express thanks or acknowledge the importance of others in our life. 
Grace is associated with modesty and humility. Power does not need to flaunt itself, though force always must because it originates in self-doubt. And I think if we were to look at what I call true beauty, that innocence and purity just shining through people's eyes in their movements, in the smile on their face, in the twinkle in their eyes, that is beauty. I'm not saying that glam and bling don't have their place. At times they definitely do. And the willingness to accept that as part of our modern day idea of fashion and even beauty doesn't compromise what's inside of us. But let's be very clear about the archetype of beauty. It originates within us. That willingness to find that spark, that I am, I am that I am. And that I am is eternally beautiful, regardless of age, size, skin color, sexual preference. That I am is the radiance that emanates from within us. And that is beauty. Beauty has expressed itself in so many different forms in different cultures throughout various periods of time that we have good reason to say it is in the eyes of the beholder. However, we should note that it is only the vehicle of beauty that changes. The essence of beauty does not change, only the form in which it is perceived. It is interesting that people of advanced consciousness are able to see beauty in all forms. To them, not only is all life sacred, but all form is beautiful. What a wonderful idea, what a wonderful concept to hold in our hearts that all form is beautiful. And that includes us. That includes a willingness to accept our beauty, to build that inner love of self that never fades, never fades. So I would like to take these initial little videos and call that the beginning of our podcast on beauty. We will be interviewing people. We will be looking at new books that may help us understand the nature of beauty. And we will certainly be affirming our right to beauty in ourselves and in the world around us, how we dress our beauty, how we decorate our beauty, how we perceive the beauty in front of us. And if we're fortunate enough to go find places on this planet that are so absolutely beautiful that they stun you, they take your breath away, they knock your socks off. So join us for unscheduled flights as we explore the realm of beauty this year, 2024. Thanks for listening.